Welcome to the Work in Progress podcast, where we keep our whip in check. And now here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Leadership Development. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 57. We're talking today about putting your foot down and the topic generally of boundaries and rules and decisions. So I wanted to talk about boundaries first, kind of open it up. I'm gonna break these three things down and I think you're gonna find it all really interesting and be able to apply it very well to yourself, both professionally and personally. Um, Now, some of you may know that my husband and I decided that with our recently emptying nest uh, to spend the winter in Florida. We wanna be close to his parents, my in-laws, and as they get older, they need a lot more help and we get to spend time with them in the nice warm weather, so it's all wonderful. Um, We're also, by the way, working on some of our real estate investment opportunities here and also doing some boating and fishing and spending lots of time with friends and enjoying all that the area has to offer. So it's been such a great experience. We're just absolutely loving it. And since I've been here, I've had a few different situations that have presented themselves and have given me a chance to look at the topic of boundaries and its limits a little bit deeper. And maybe even evaluating when to be flexible, when to decide to put your foot down on something. Now, lots of people talk about boundaries. So I wanna start by clarifying what a boundary is and what it isn't. So it's common to fall into some traps here and it's important to outline the definition to help them be used in ways that will really actually serve you and help you and protect you as that's the way they're intended. So I'll give you an example of something that you might appreciate. And this is on the personal side because I think it's easier to sometimes reflect and show examples of boundaries and when they might be necessary and appropriate. And then in a minute, I'll apply it to something professional. But let's just say that every time you invite a good friend of yours over to your house, that every time they come over, they bring their kids and their kids proceed to spill food and drinks on your carpeting. Now you have a few options from here, right? You can decide to be okay with it. You know, kids will be kids. We'll just clean it up after they leave. That might be an option you could choose. And you know, that wouldn't be my choice, but someone else listening might be okay with that. And that's their choice and their right to make that decision for their, their home and their carpet. We could ask our friend not to allow it anymore or to clean up after them before leaving. We could tell them not to bring their kids anymore when they come, right? That's an option. We could decide not to invite them over anymore or maybe decide to end the friendship. So we have a lot of different options available to us and probably there's a lot of other ones as well that I haven't even mentioned here. But let's say we value the friendship and we decide to ask them not to allow the kids to have food or drinks while coming over and playing in our house. So let's pretend that's the request that we made. And the friend now gets to decide of their own free will whether or not they honor that request that has been made of them. They may choose not to come over anymore at all. They might be offended. There could be a variety of reactions or things that they choose from there. But they basically have the right to now when they do come over, if they choose to, to honor your request or not, right? So let's say a few times pass successfully and there's you know, it's been going fine. And then all of a sudden there's another time where your friend comes over and the kids are hungry and thirsty. And before you know it, food and drinks are out and about again. Now you get to decide to establish, if you want to, a firmer boundary from here or establish a firm boundary from here. Because before we made a request, we did not establish a boundary. We were making a request. And that's the important distinction. We don't create boundaries 
to manipulate or try to control others into doing the things that we want them to do. We establish boundaries to establish our line, our fence. So instead of saying things to them that attempt to control their behavior or continually asking them to change something that they may or may not choose to do, this would be an opportunity to establish what our limitations are and what will happen if those limitations or lines or fences are crossed. So a boundary is like a clearly marked and delineated fence that's put into place around something. And its intent is to manage and limit the access inside it. Now being that it's not a giant impenetrable wall means that it's possible that the space inside is still accessible and it could be available with some effort if something or someone wanted to intentionally overcome it, ignore the intent that you've outlined to limit access, others could still choose to jump the fence, right? So in our example, we may choose to say, hey friend, love you, love your kids, love you guys tons, and I love spending time with you here at my house. And in order to continue in a way that allows for our relationship to thrive when you visit, if there are drinks or food included for the kids outside of the kitchen, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Now, this is important. This is not to manipulate or control our friend. We don't tell the friend how to raise their kids or how their kids should act. None of that is our business at all. The friend gets to choose what they do and how they want to react, how they want to feel about it, how they want to raise their kids, all of that. We just put a clear boundary in place to protect ourselves or our property in this case that has a very clear consequence if it's crossed. And that's the whole point of a boundary. Do what we need to do to manage our business and allow others to manage their own business. So the first and most important part of a boundary is to make it very clear that it's there. Ensuring that there's not any ambiguity about where it's located is step number one, so that everyone who needs to understand that there's a fence there knows that the fence is there. Number one, making sure the boundary is clear. Okay, the second important part of a boundary is that it's clear what will happen if the boundary is crossed. It isn't vague. There aren't options or choices. It isn't negotiable or debatable. It is 100% clear. Okay, the second important part of the boundary is that it is clear what will happen if crossed. The third part of the boundary is the most important part. And that is that the consequence that is put into place is one that you know you will and can live up to. That in, if in fact it comes to that and the boundary is crossed, that you already know and you're prepared in advance that you will hold that boundary. Because it isn't a boundary if it isn't upheld. A boundary that is not upheld isn't a boundary at all, it's just a threat. It's an attempt to control and manipulate that becomes basically meaningless and it will result in really a disempowerment in the whole moment and going forward. So number three, making sure that you are willing to live up to that consequence. You're prepared for that. That's how you test yourself too, to know, hey, I'm not trying to control them. I'm not trying to manipulate them. I'm willing to follow through on this. And while boundaries are probably more common in personal situations and relationships, kind of what I was telling you, I gave you a very personal example to, to really drive the point home they can apply to professional relationships too. And recently I had a client tell me that they had a situation where I felt that it could be appropriate that they may choose to establish a boundary. They asked their direct supervisor to be included on any task assignments that are given to her team by him. 
he had been making requests for jobs and projects of her staff directly without her knowledge. And you can imagine that this would be both frustrating and challenging to manage for my client. So she made the request that he please directly ask her for anything he needs from her team so she can manage the projects properly. And while her direct supervisor certainly had no obligation to abide by her request, and because he does have free will to choose to handle himself in any way he wishes, we really don't have any way of controlling whether he follows through on her request or not. And as it turns out, it was only a week later that he basically did the same thing again. He made a request of her staff without her knowledge, and then she was made aware of it days later through a conversation with one of her team members. Now, what we don't know is why he took that approach again. He could be forgetful. He could be running hard with his own demands and not really thinking things through. It could be intentional that she was left out. We really don't know. So I advised her that a further discussion to understand what's going on would be appropriate. And then based on that conversation, she could choose to decide to create a boundary with her boss if she wanted to. Now, there are many options for additional discussion opportunities around this whole entire scenario. But where I'm going with this is that one can decide, even in a professional environment, even with their boss, even with somebody who is superior to them, to establish and outline boundaries that they see being necessary for themselves. Now, again, as a reminder, the intent is not to change this person. It's not to teach them or train them or manipulate them or threaten them. The purpose of the boundary is to establish your own fence for what you are willing to accept and what you are not. And then it is 100% in your court to follow through on whatever the action is that you will take as a result. And then be 100% okay with whatever that is. So in the most extreme of scenarios, what I'm suggesting is that if in your case, you say that if this happens again, you will respectfully need to seek opportunities elsewhere if a certain action continues. And then you must be willing to seek opportunities elsewhere if it happens again. That is the only way a boundary actually works. It is intended to work for you. And if you are the one building gates or tearing down the fence in holes around the entire property anyway, then there's no point of having a fence or a boundary at all. I think we've established and we understand what boundaries are. Now, the next piece is rules. I wanna talk about rules for a second. And here's my example. Since I've been in Florida, I joined a gym. It's nearby and I like to continue my commitment and my routine. And so I enjoy a particular cycle um, spin class there. And I quickly began attending several of them the very first week that I started. And this new instructor, new to me instructor, operated very differently than the ones in my previous gym. Not better or worse, just different in, in workout, in approach, style, all of that. And the workouts have been great, very intense, and they were, they were nearly filled up each time. So I knew this was working for me, I liked it. Now I'd been to this class with this particular instructor probably five times or so, when one day we're working hard, we're getting our great workout, music, all the things, and the instructor yells out, less talky, more worky. And I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. I never really heard anyone talking, but that's fine. And a few minutes later, she yelled out again and she said, ladies, no more talking. And that's when I realized she was referring to two women in the class who were apparently talking. I never heard them talking, so I was unbothered by any of it. And I'm not sure I would have been bothered if I did hear it, but the ladies stayed and they were finishing the workout anyway. Now they could have left or been offended, but they stayed and they finished the workout. They stayed because it's a great workout and that's what they came to get. 
This was not a rule set into place by the instructor. There were no written rules on the wall at the front of the room to let us know. This was just her way of establishing the rules and the tone of her class. She knows that she provides a great workout. I don't know what would have happened if anyone had broken her rule, but I don't plan to find out because I appreciate the rule. The workout, and she gets to set any tone that she wants, and everyone else gets to choose what they want to do about it. She doesn't care if you leave. You can leave if you want to. She's protecting the experience of the rest of the class for a high quality workout. Now, I haven't had anyone else clearly outline rules in this way, and that's okay. It's her class. She gets to decide, and so she did, very confidently and without any apology, I might add. Now, rules apply to parenting our kids, and many times they apply to work environments. In business, there are very clear rules, and there are also very clear consequences, or at least there should be. In order for everyone to perform and be responsible for their requirements and what they are and what the expectations are that have been set, all of that. But putting our foot down or being firm, drawing a line in the sand, all terms that come from a place of us having boundaries and living into what we know is true and aligned for us. Now to be clear, this is not about right or wrong or good or bad. This is specific to each individual and these decisions can also be a clear directive toward establishing rules and boundaries and being clear about which is which and when to use each. For example, when you get to make the rules, you get to make the decisions about not only what the rules may be, but the consequences of them not being followed. But even when you're not in charge of the rules, you get to choose the boundaries for yourself. And this brings me to the concept of decisions. As it applies to me, and for Strive Leadership, I have to admit, the gym spin class instructor inspired me. Being a part of the Strive Leadership community is a special place, and it offers an incredible resource of support and learning and growing that is unique and appreciated by all of our leader members. And in order to maintain that experience, the quality, the incredible opportunities to maximize growth for all, there need to be some rules in place. And when I see, as I have in the past, individuals who aren't in a place where they are participating and engaging in ways that protect and serve the community as a whole, it's my job to address that and ensure that I make decisions to maintain it. It is many times the leader's responsibility to create the boundaries, the rules, and make those decisions. Even if that means there are members who are asked to leave or choose to leave because they don't want to meet those expectations or standards. It's totally okay. There are no hard feelings. We just aren't gonna be a match. Now leading a group of people who are clear on their purpose for being in the community is what allows the community to offer so much more value. And these rules and boundaries and decisions are what allow each of us to live into the integrity and in alignment with what is most important to us. We can ask of others. We can have ideas of what we want. We could post the rules at the front of the room or not. But in the end, it's up to us to establish where the fences will be, what our lines are, and then decide and communicate them so everyone who needs to know, knows. Then it is up to each of us to live up to our own commitments and investments in these fences and rules by continuing to redecide each time that they are aligned with what we want to create most in our lives and for our people and our communities and the experience that they get to enjoy. Putting our foot down comes in several flavors. Three of them are 
boundaries, rules, and decisions. And we get to choose them. And listen, this is the kind of work we do each and every day at Strive Leadership. We can do this work together with you too. If this sounds like the place and the community that can help you to create the results you want, then come check us out. StriveLeadershipDevelopment.com. Comment in the remarks here. Make sure you subscribe for us and share this with somebody else who might need to hear it today.